0: Welcome to this special edition of The Coaches Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director, and guys, this is the closest I've ever been to a state championship (laughs) right here. (laughs) Franklin High School golf, boys golf in particular. I've got Coach Whipple with me today, Mr. Jack Morris, Mr. Jack Wilcox, part of a first-ever state championship in golf for Franklin High School. Appreciate you guys being here. Thanks for having us. I appreciate it. Now, you guys correct me if I'm wrong here, Coach. The team finished tied for second in the district tournament, winners of the region championship, and then obviously the state title. Uh, state championship, first of its kind at Franklin. That has to feel great, Coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's just, you know, it's a, it's a tribute to these guys as well
1: uh, and their hard work they've put in. The, uh, the program in itself has been
0: at a pretty high level the last few years, and, and these guys are a big part of that. Getting out of our district and region—I know you and I have talked about this for years. If you do that, you've got a chance to win, right? Well, I mean, you, you which sport are you talking about, right? Any I mean, of them, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, our district. Yeah, but yeah,
1: especially—I mean, you look at it um, within our district, and even years past, I, I, it's probably been. Well, were you guys around when Brentwood won? As a, fr- you know, they're fr- i think yeah. they're freshman. year, yeah. Brentwood won it. So, you know, and then I think the following year we went and, we, and then here we are now. So I think the, the weekend, the week out, the type of golf that you're going to see and play sets you up for what you're going to get to at the state
0: tournament. We'll start with Jack Morris. Jack, uh, did you envision this happening like in your off-season training? Is this something you thought that you guys could do? Yeah, for sure.
2: Um, me and Jack and I'm sure a lot of the other stars on the team, uh, just talked about it because we knew like all of our seniors are going to be here. So we, it was something we talked about from the off season. And I mean when I practiced I wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily think about it but it was just like kind of in the back of my mind just like if we just keep practicing, keep grinding, then I'm sure
3: it will pay off and we can win the state championship. Jack, you agree? I do, yeah. I think we all worked hard this year and I think a few years ago you wouldn't have thought this was a year we'd win it. but crazy that it did happen
0: yeah it was awesome I was there to watch a little bit of it for our viewers coach you can qualify as an individual or as a team right correct. and can every golfer because I kept seeing this thing and, and maybe I'm the novice and knowing this it would say something like not eligible to win the top what's what's what did that mean is that like the the guy who's fifth and you're scoring or how's that work yeah
1: so the the postseason um, you're gonna play you're gonna play five golfers Uh, as as your team. And then as your team, uh, at the end of that round, you're going to take the top four scores. Um, And that's uh, at at each level. And then even from day one to day two of the state tournament, it kind of starts all over. You don't know who those four golfers will be until it's all said and done. So uh, it's a little different than, than our regular season. Sometimes, depending on who we're playing, we may play six. We could play eight guys. You're still only taking the top four scores. But in the postseason, you're just playing those top five on the boys' side.
0: So, Jack Morris, you, were, you competed as an individual when the team didn't go, right? Your yes, sophomore sir. year, yes, is that sir. right? How is that different than competing as a, as a team?
2: Uh, it's a lot different. Um, you don't really have a mindset of, like, what can I do to help the team out? It's just, like, pretty much you and yourself. And there's, like, a couple of decisions that you'd make that are different than if you're playing with a team because you don't want to cost your team anything especially down the stretch because you're just competing for yourself. And I would say overall it's just not as good as an experience just because you don't have all your friends there.
0: Right. Now the tournament was held in Manchester, Tennessee, at a course that you guys had obviously played before. You get a couple of practice rounds in uh, before the tournament starts. Jack Wilcox, did you think that the course set up nicely for your team or did it even matter?
3: I think – I don't think it really set up – it set up nice for us but not any – Nicer than any other course or for any other team.
0: It was just it was a course that was in good shape, which is really all we need. How did you feel going coming in after the practice rounds in terms of how the team was playing? Uh, we played
3: really well in the practice round. I think I think Jack shot a sixty-eight and Eli, the freshman, shot a sixty-nine, and so I shot around even. And I mean, obviously, we felt really good after that. Felt like we had a good chance. I mean, we didn't play as well the next day, but we still had a chance.
0: Did you think, you know, having experience playing the course, that helped you play in the tournament before? Because uh, you guys played there the previous year too. Am I right about that? Uh, was this the first year there? No,
1: it, it's been there for about the last five years. So. so did that help? Yeah, it did for sure. I played there
2: uh, when I was younger too, just in like tournaments over the summer. So I already knew the course. It wasn't like I was coming in blind or anything. I only played once. But I would say that definitely helped
0: overall. Just because I already knew what I needed to work on beforehand. You know, something, Coach Whipple, that I think that is underestimated, a lot of people talk about, and maybe this is true at some level, that, hey, if you're coaching golf or you're coaching tennis, those guys are getting their own training somewhere. The coaching's not quite the same. But you and I had a very interesting conversation about your strategy that you talked to the team about off that first tee. Tell our viewers about that.
1: Uh, You know, and (laughs) – yeah, we, we go into it, you know, and these guys know their game better than, than I'll ever know it. And they do have their own guys, and they work just as hard as anybody. But it, it's really kind of going into it, any strategy is more just course management. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, for these two, it's probably in one ear, out the other. They already know it, you know. But just, you know, setting up that first shot into the second shot. So we kind of talked a little bit before we went off on on certain holes that we probably want to, keep driver in the bag. Doesn't really set up. Now this guy on the other hand, that's a different story. He, he pipes drivers with the best of them. So it's a little different. But um, and it, 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 throughout the course of the, 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 the round you're playing, you have a feel for how you're hitting that club. But um, we kind of went into hole one a lot of times thinking maybe we don't hit that driver because it doesn't really set us up well on that second shot. Um, and they did a real good job of playing it well. And it was funny. Um, I don't know, they kind of teed off at the end, but there were guys spraying the ball left and right, and Uh here we are just hitting it 150 yards out right in the middle of the fairway where some guys are flirting with high grass or in a tree line. But um, just those kind of simple course management things that, again, they they all know they just probably,
0: I don't know, go in one ear, one out the other. (laughs) Mr. Wilcox, was that hard to do? Maybe to hold back on some of those holes?
3: Uh, it wasn't, that's, I, I've always been kind of a more conservative player. I, I, my goal going into the week was not to make a double bogey, mm-hmm. which is obviously the best way to do that is just to play smart. And I actually ended up making one, which, I mean, obviously not a big
0: deal, but I, I think that helped a lot. Was that day two?
3: It was day one. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, because you were sitting at I think I saw you were you minus three at that time when that happened or am I thinking something different?
3: I was one under I birdied the first hole and then I went bogey double, so I was sitting at two over through three
0: the first day. And And then then, got right back in there, obviously. And then kind of turned things around. Mr. Morris, was that hard to hold back a little bit on some of these holes or you just go with it? (laughs) Yeah, I mean I pretty much just
2: sent it, I'm not gonna (laughs) lie. I mean the last day it was like this whole sixteen is like OB left and right. It's, like, really tight, and I hit driver, and I'm not going to lie. I was pretty nervous at that point just because I knew our team was winning, so I was like, I can't hit this ball out of bounds or else, like, because I don't want to lose this for the team, but luckily I hit it in play
0: and ended up making birdie, so that was, that was good. So, so at the professional, and I'm a, I'm a big professional golf fan, love golf, love to play golf. You hear about the, the professionals talk about the Ryder Cup, is different than any other tournament. I know you guys play tournaments in the summer, but can you relate to that the state tournament versus those, those tournaments in the summer being like that? Are the nerves a little bit more? I would
2: say they're different. Uh, cuz in the tourn- in the summer it's just like you're playing for yourself and like you kind of like pressure on yourself, but like you when you're playing with a team, you have everyone else counting on you, know, especially like me and him just cuz like we're like the top two players on our team. It's like we want to like have a good example and just like show
3: up for the team. So there's just a
0: little more pressure onto that. What about your, what were your nerves like?
3: Yeah, I think I was definitely more nervous knowing that, because I think when I play by myself or in a tournament just on my own, it's like there is pressure, but if, if you don't play well, you're not really letting anybody down but yourself. But with the team, you're letting down kind of the whole school and the whole team. Yeah,
0: it makes a lot of sense, it really does. Coach Whipple. End of day one you're tied with science hill a lot of people thought farragut would be in the mix too right they're pretty much i mean i can say this i'm a spectator they're pretty much out of it after day. it's down to two teams uh, after day one what was the conversation like that night with the team you know it was it was funny um it, i don't think we had a chance to talk about this but we go back
1: um we're all hanging out at the cabin and uh, i got pizza and we're hanging out and some of them are about to sleep, and some of them are kind of running around. And then about an hour and a half in, once we've all ate, everybody goes back to the course. They're, they're putting, they're working on, on, wow. on their short game. And it, it's funny that when we show up, Science Hill's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here you are going into day two... And the two teams tied at first are sitting right out there and practicing and going through it. Um, I think the biggest conversation really going in from day one to day two was the weather. Uh, they were forecasting for rain overnight, uh, so we were going to have some wet conditions. It was going to be a lot colder uh, the second day in the morning, and just trying to manage, you know, kind of getting a feel on the range of what what your clubs are, or how they're how they're dealing with that and. The lie that you're going to have um, around the greens it was really wet. Yeah. Um, just trying to make sure that we kind of set up ourselves for, for pretty good
0: approach shots coming in the green and things like that. Now going into day two, because I'd heard that conversation about the weather too, uh, Jack Morris, I'm hearing that you're a bad weather player.
2: I am. Uh, I don't really like the cold as much, but I play well in the ranch for some reason. And last year, and why is that? Do
0: you think it's because of the, having
2: to focus a little more? Or? Maybe that could be it. But honestly, I'm not like 100 sure why. But that that would be my best guess. Uh, or just the fact that like everyone else plays like worse in the rain, and then I just play like just as well. So like maybe it like seems like I play better. But um, last year the conditions were not good, and even the second day got canceled. So I think that helped a little bit going into this year.
0: And you guys go off a little. I mean, you go off based on your day one score, right? Correct. Talk about that a little bit, Coach. So
1: the way they really do everything in the postseason is set up. So even when we go into the districts, they're set up based on their regular season averages. Okay. And then you go into region, well, the region T times are based off your district scores. So then state is obviously then based off your region. So each day uh, they kind of reclassify based on who had the better day, the the best guys will go off. Y'all went off last this time, and then mm-hmm. yeah. um, with, the, with the girls, when they were there, they, they flipped it. The, the, higher, the lower scores went first, um, probably just for pace of play purposes. But yeah, so the, the, the pairings are all grouped basically kind of on your score
0: average. Which leads me to my next question, Jack Wilcox. You guys are coming in at the end. Did you realize what was going on out in front of you? Did you know, you're hearing people talk or people saying things to you? Yeah, I knew. I knew it was still close.
3: I didn't know how close. I actually didn't even know that we won after. I remember walking off the 18 green. I walked up to them and I was like, did we win? And they were all like, yeah, so. I I mean, I actually, I say this, but the only, really, the only solid approach shot I hit was on that last hole, which I think is definitely positive for me, because playing under pressure is kind of, it's been a weakness for me in the past, but that was, it's a pretty good shot.
0: And do you think that's based on your, I mean, you're fairly new to the game, right? Do you think that's part of that? You didn't grow up yeah. playing necessarily.
3: Yeah, I actually, I didn't even make the golf team until my eighth grade year. So, and then I didn't play. I wasn't a starter my freshman or sophomore year. And then I've been the one in the two the last
0: two years, so. Coach Weppel, you gotta be proud of that. That's, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're a chump team here. This is a guy didn't make the team to his eighth grade year. You're the best team in the state and he's one of the top two players. That says something. I mean, that's that's an, just a, a tribute to him and, and
1: his work ethic, and he gets after it. And I think a lot of it, too, was I feel like the culture that was set in a little bit in place with the guys that were ahead of them, um, there were some good golfers there. Right. and So I think probably just kind of seeing, hey, these guys can do it. I need to step up my game and, and, and get there as well, I
0: think probably – Helped out that, that push a little bit, Coach. Would you say? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of really good individuals on a lot of different teams, but to be the state champion, you got to have that depth, right? Yeah, I mean, and we've we've talked about that
1: kind of going in, just the two of us, uh, the, well, the three of us talking about how, you know, we I, I I we expect them to do what they do. They're gonna they're gonna have good rounds, and really, the the the, the separator is gonna be those. Guys in the three, four, five slot. Um, and those guys did a great job um, of, of carrying uh, their weight and, and playing. And I think having that grouping helps, right? Having you're playing with a guy. If I, I was the number three guy this day, I'm playing with the number three guy again
0: No, that, that makes so. total sense. Jack Morris, talk about your teammates and what they – obviously, you guys are the representatives here uh, on the show today. But talk about your teammates, too, and what they meant to you.
2: Yeah, it meant a lot just because Jack and all my other teammates have worked really hard this offseason. And I think it helped for us to kind of just lead the way in the practice round and kind of give them like an insight on what to do on every hole just because some of them don't quite have that mindset. But I was really proud of it, the way they played and how they came up big when we really needed it.
0: You guys don't answer this if you don't feel comfortable, but the team title versus an individual title? How does that – because I know you're really competing for both, right? Yeah, you are. When you're out there playing, you finish fourth, Jackie finished sixth. Uh, But talk about the difference there, and is this this more special to you? You guys are graduating. doesn't matter. You say what you want.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely more special to win the team title just because knowing that you did it with some of your best friends for the last four years rather than winning individual just kind of by yourself.
0: Jackie, you agree?
3: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I lost
2: by one junior year obviously didn't win, but then this year we won, and I had, like, a much greater time this year with the team and just, like, being able to be with them when we won than, you know, let's say I won junior year, then I, I would have still
0: had a much greater time winning with the whole team. I, I knew you guys would say that, by the way. Uh, coach, talk about this, uh, uh, your, your girls' team. I think that's something that, I mean, obviously you guys are here, but the girls had a great year too. Yeah. Uh, uh, they go out and win the district? Win the region, finishing the top four in the state, right? Uh, You've got that freshman who's pretty special, winning the region title. And then, of course, Izzy, who's been a great player for you. Talk about the girls' team a little bit, too.
1: Yeah. uh, It's kind of, you know, I won't go too bad. But, I mean, you look at the season, the girls had a better record. I think they lost one, one, <laughs> one match. Well, okay. Well, we, one, lo- we lost
2: one because we you... lost
1: to Brentwood too. Uh, yeah, we're we, we lost one match <laughs> too. Yeah, well, we won't talk it. about that. Okay. Um, but the girls <laughs> lost one to Ravenwood uh-huh. by one stroke, um, and then they go out and, and kind of sweep the district region. Uh, but it was a great season for them, um, and for them to finish fourth. And they were just—they were kind of in it uh, going into day two. They were only two strokes behind, I think, the lead. Going into day two, and uh, I think the conditions kind of got them. We kind of they teed off earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, the wind was really bad, and they just kind of got off to a tough start. And it was tough to come back, but super proud of those girls, um, Izzy and Sophia and Mary. They just they did a great job all year of just kind of grinding out there and doing a real good job for us.
0: What about talk about the other guys who represented Franklin at the state tournament? Also, coach, who were they? So our other three, like I said, we played five, uh, is Harrison Acres,
1: Cooper Wilcox, Jack's brother, and uh, e- a freshman, Eli Cleveland. Um, so those rounded out our, our, our five. And then Jack's brother, Sam, was our alternate um, that we had as our sixth guy I had we needed him. Um, so those were our guys in our postseason. But we also had, um, you know, this group is a pretty special group. There's five seniors actually. Um, so these two and then Sam, um, who I just mentioned, and Joseph Stanley and, and Connor Williams. And so those guys were there uh, hanging out for the postseason along for the ride as well. So it was really good to have that support. And like they talked about being with their buddies and having that, having that experience was something they'll, I'm sure, never forget.
0: Coach, you're also the baseball coach at Franklin, uh, as most people know. Talk about coaching two different sports. Does that take your mind off baseball for a while and then – uh, baseball takes your mind off golf for a while. Do you like being the head coach of two sports? Yeah. Obviously you do. Yeah, it's it's been fun. Um, you know, I feel like
1: coaching golf has uh, has helped me as a baseball coach and, and, and probably vice versa. Um, and just kind of with, with playing golf, with coaching golf, what, you know, offering advice, things like that. But these guys are so spread out. I can't see everything. Right. You know, there's, especially at the state tournament. There's five boys playing all in different groups. Then you got the three girls playing in different groups. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of putting more trust on the kids, and I think that's kind of helped me as a baseball coach as well. Kind of letting those kids just let me get out of the way and, and y'all do your thing. You know.
0: Coach, that's an interesting and great perspective. I know when I was out there watching you guys, I didn't even know what to do. I could try <laughs> stay on one hole. Do I go to, and I followed you guys, I don't know if you know this, on day one, I was with you two, probably about four different holes. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd watch you tee off, I'd go up to the green, watch your approach shots, and then scramble to the next hole. But it is kind of difficult because you would like to watch yeah. uh, more people than, than you're able to. You guys just golfers, is that right? Yes. yes. I and mean, what, what point did you decide that? Was it, has it always been that way or you just said at one point, hey, I'm going to really focus on being a golfer?
2: Um,
0: I used to play
2: in middle school, I played football and basketball, and then I got hurt seventh grade year football, and I started... Did those sports help you, by the way? They did. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did help my hand-eye coordination, and I don't know, a lot of people think that, like, golfers like, oh, you just hit a golf ball, but it's a lot more complicated than that, um, but I think that did help, and ever, ever since I got hurt, I kind of just started playing golf, and, like, just kind of, that, like, slowly, like, kept going up on my list of what to play, and then it just, I just stopped playing everything else. Jack, same thing?
3: Yeah, I, I played basketball. I never really played for a school team, but I just kind of played rec. I was never really that good, so I just decided to stick with golf.
0: You know, Coach Whipple and I have talked – you guys don't know this, but maybe my first year at Franklin, uh, you and I were talking about these guys on the golf, they're legit athletes. Yeah. Not only are they good athletes, but they're working at it. Yeah. Uh, talk about some of that training that you and I have talked about. They're working out in the weight room. They're going just before school and hitting balls. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we uh, going back to both sports, I sometimes these guys put in the work. There's no doubt about it. Um, it's funny, I think I even actually ran into to Jack and his brothers the other day or in the summer maybe or the fall. Getting gas. I was like, What are you guys doing? He's like, We're getting ready to go work out. We're going to the gym You know. And so he may not even remember that, but it's like I was like, you know, they're they're just putting in the effort and the work and it's uh, it's one of those things when we show up, I think it was even just our practice round at the state tournament, we're out there and they're talking about playing golf the day before. I mean, they're just they're out there playing golf all the time, they're getting better, they're their, their, their drive to get better and to continually keep up. And, I mean, you know how it is as a golfer. You, you stop playing for a little bit, yeah. it gets a little <laughs> little, little hairy. Um, but these guys, they, they continue to keep putting in the work physically and, uh,
0: you know, working on their skills. You know, Tiger Woods has probably changed that too. You know, the type of person, the type of athlete that plays golf, it's a lot different than 30 years ago for sure. You guys answer this question for me. You, know, you can go in any particular order. Uh, most of us that play golf, we like going out and playing. You know, I show up three minutes before my tee time. I get in the cart and take off. That's what I talk about, loving to play golf. But talk about some of the things you do beyond playing rounds to help you become a great golfer. Jack Morris, let's actually start with you. All right. So, like,
2: I guess it's like more like summer tournaments. It's like more prevalent, but like, I'll play a practice round before and I'll write down like no to my garbage book or whatever, then I'll leave. And then I'll go back to like my hotel room or wherever I'm staying and I'll like think about like what I wrote down and like if I need to do that or what to hit where. And so I think that's like a thing that's overlooked by a lot of people, but that's like what happens like even
3: when you're not at the golf course. The
0: mental part yeah. of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Jack Wilcox, what's something else that might surprise or be interesting to our viewers?
3: Yeah, I think a lot of people just think golf is just showing up to the course and going to play 18 holes when really, I mean, we've spent countless hours on the range, mm-hmm. probably much more time on the range or the putting green than we have actually out on the course. And I think that surprises people that we actually practice more than we play.
0: Yeah. yeah. Some of my buddies tell me I need to work on my short game a little bit. <laughs> Which is yeah. not quite as fun, right? No, yeah, right, yeah, right? Yeah, no absolutely not. <laughs> How do you guys push each other when you're playing the practice round together? Um, well, we no we Don't talk about gambling. Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we play. No. Yeah, we play all the time. <coughs> like, we remember members at the same club, so we play all the time. We know like how good each other, like how good each other is. But I'm really competitive, and so are like a bunch of the other guys on the team. So when we play, we always try to like play some sort of game in between however many people are playing that day. So I think that just makes it like, kind of simulates like tournament pressure, I guess.
0: Jack?
3: Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think the day before we went out to state, a lot of us went out, we're all members of Old Natchez now, except for Jack, and we all went out there and played. And I mean, we just, we had a good time, but we were also, we were playing a game all against each other, and it helps just to get ready, playing something that actually matters.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Coach Whipple, how is it? Because to me, golf, and I guess tennis is like this too, it's such an individual mindset. It really is, especially how you guys play in the summer. Now you come together to be on a team. Talk about the challenges of that, maybe. Or maybe it's not a challenge. Well, I
1: think I think they kind of alluded to it a little bit and just the kind of the pressure that, like, Jack Morris, uh talking about being as an individual as a team. And if you historically go back and look at our region championship as it is, you're pretty much looking at – one to two strokes is probably the difference between first and second place. Um, I think, and like I said, the last four years, I think we lost the region by a stroke. We won the region, lost it by like two, and then we won it again. So, and we won by one stroke. So I think just kind of, hey, every stroke matters. Uh, you know, you you know, don't don't look at it like, hey. I got to go out and I got to get this number. Get this number. Just make your make your shots. Be where your feet are. Play the shot, and every stroke counts. Rather than individually, I think Jack said, you know, you may play a little more aggressive, more high risk, high reward type of. Okay, now we're going to stay a little safer, um, as they alluded
0: to. Coach, that's really interesting, and it for those that maybe didn't know what goes into coaching golf, I think you've that, that's a great description of it. It really is that there's more to it than hey, I'm just driving you guys to the, uh, to the match. Let's talk about the future here a little bit. Uh, Jack Wilcox headed off to Butler, right? Yes, sir. How did that come about? Talk about that process for you.
3: Yeah, it was actually it was a weird process for me because I, I started the recruiting process probably my sophomore year. And I had been talking to Bucknell and Emory for multiple years since then, and they had offered me. And then one day this – actually, it was this high school season. I reached out to Butler and he came and watched me at one of our matches this year, and then I went and visited, and then he offered me, and that was, it's really been, it's been a dream to go there, and I think it's just crazy how late it happened and just how quick everything I bet you're going to
0: be checking out some basketball games there, too. I will. I'm excited. (laughs) And you guys are both obviously great students, which has helped with your recruitment. Jack Morris, talk about uh, your next step. Yeah, so I'll be going to Lipscomb next year to play golf. Committed last year,
2: right? Yes, sir. I committed last year, which is... Kind of early, but also kind of not at the same time. Um, but it all started like freshman year. Um, I had a few schools talking to me, but nothing like real serious. And then I played good sophomore and junior, year, or sophomore, and then the year summer going into last year. That's when I got a little more like attention because I played well in bigger things. And then uh, my swing coach used to coach their assistant coach at Lipscomb, so that was a big factor in going in there but I just feel like it was the right fit, so I'm excited to go there.
0: Coach Whipple, we want to savor this state championship as long as we can, but uh, talk about what's up for the Rebels next year. What's it looking like on the boys' side?
1: Uh, Well, as I I mentioned, um, we've got our three three other guys that were in the state tournament with us. They'll be back, Um, but trying to replace these two uh, is going to be a very hard task, uh, as well as the other seniors that we're losing. Um, so we'll be, we'll be looking for some, some people to fill that void as those other guys kind of move up our, our, our ranking, if you will, and then a few other guys to step up and be those four and five guys that we really count on moving forward. So um, again, the district's as, as competitive as always, and we look forward to the opportunity to get out there and do it, and we'll just kind of see what happens. But still exciting,
0: for sure. <laughs> it's very exciting. Gentlemen, I appreciate you guys being here. This has been fun talking golf. Congratulations to the Franklin Rebels once again. We'll see you next time on The Coaches Show.